What's good, everybody, and welcome to Moments with the Mobiles. I am your dude. Microphone checker, Donnie Mobley Jr. Correction, you're my dude. And I'm his wife, Deidre. And we something, you know what I mean. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and many blessings to you. Many, many. Many. So y'all, y'all might be a little entertained today. because Me and Queen, we've been, we been running hard. <coughs> All last week and this week. Got some things happening and making some things and we was tired. And this weekend, y'all, he had me working. We was tired. So ain't no telling what this episode is going to be about. Ain't no telling what y'all going to get. We gonna try to. We got a little itinerary. We trying to stick with it. Mm. You know how she get, y'all. Know how she get. I already had to test them. Let me see what this is. Green tea. Okay. Isn't that? You know she won't hesitate to come in here for a little, a little drop it's of wine. Not nice for you to put your nose over people's drinks. I ain't people. Because, and you ain't people. Sometimes you have to have those loose boogers that come out when you breathe. Only if you, if only if you move it with the breath. If, if you do that, right? I and ain't when did you that. Smelling my beverage. I'm inhaling. That's what I did. That ain't good. I ain't say that ain't good at all, sir. Hey y'all. Hey patrons. Patrons on. No patrons today. Ain't nobody on. Y'all, me and Jameson gonna have a full fledged fight in the yard after we get done. I just want y'all to know. How y'all doing? Go on out there if you want. I'm setting this along. So. Oh, you ain't about to leave me outside. Oh, I'm by, by the time you come in, I'm be in the bed. You ain't gonna leave me outside fighting by myself. I'm gonna be in the bed. You're not. Well, how y'all doing? Listen, y'all got y'all Christmas. <laughs> Y'all got y'all Christmas uh, decorations up? <coughs> huh? No. <laughs> you was expecting an answer? Yeah, I was, as I try to get these socks off my feet. And you already know, you always coming in here with snacks, and you know how stuff be happening, and James is ready. Listen, I'm all right. Listen, y'all. So what y'all what got up? Because we... Y'all, we gonna do a a, a a a reel and show y'all what we got up. <laughs> Five Christmas decorations. Honey and I decided. Excuse me. It was a mutual decision that we was not putting that big old Christmas tree up this year, and so we didn't. We have two small trees up. We have our wreath on the door, and we are gonna add a couple more things. Right, babe? Yeah. And we'll show y'all a couple more things, but first we're gonna show y'all on the real like what we got up so far. And y'all gonna be like, now nah, y'all need to do better. We do, we do. However, we are. Mm. Um, trust me, it's gonna be together once the grandbabies get here. So, <clears throat> <sighs> so that's what it's gonna be. I might have to do the snow, the fake snow thing this year because I ain't got the tree up. You won't have to do something, sir, because they're gonna be expecting tree. something when they walk in here. As soon as they start talking crazy to me, man. Yeah, so um, we may have another grandbaby before Christmas. So 
Yeah, we will. We excited about all that. And y'all, and the man of God did not, did not let me rest on Saturday. If we don't have nothing going on, um, we normally rest on Saturday. Like watch movies, lay around, you know, just chill real hard. He had me working. So I know Jameson said y'all probably could see most of the wall, but we finally put our Christmas gift up, which were pictures of our family that one of our daughters, Bridget, got um, made for us, y'all. And we absolutely love it. Hubby did most of the work, but I was here to support him. Right, baby? Mm -hmm. What? I said yes. He did. Thank you he... for your support. Right. Even though I, you know, I couldn't help much. I was here. I love you. you I picked up the strips me. from off of the back because they're tape. The, pick up the strips when I dropped them. And I helped you hold the thing over them to make sure that they was even. She told me when they was crooked. Yeah, uh -uh, that ain't gonna work. You put it mm -mm. to the left, Johnny. To the left, you told me to the right. Put the put the level of thing on it, baby. I can't hold the picture up here and put the level of thing on it. But just try. And you was able to work it out, wasn't you? And I think all of them are pretty straight except for one of them. Why are you telling them top. which one is not straight? But it's okay. It's okay. I love the wall. You baby. uncovering me. I'm sorry, and I apologize. So I, there's one uncover, one uncover no, for me, one uncover it for you. Equal an uncover for me. One uncover for me, no. one uncover for and you. And you're not Jap Japanese. I ain't trying to say Jap Japanese. Korean or whatever accent you try to. Put I can on. talk a little bit mushy mushy. Sushi sushi. That's because when you used to work for the with the, the with them, you used to. Come home and say that every night. I used to, I used to learn stuff. I don't for, forgot you a lot. Forgot of that a stuff. bunch of the stuff, but you remember that though. Um. So yeah. So have y'all done y'all shopping yet? Because we haven't. <sighs> However, so much to do. It really is. But guys, excuse me. All we right. utilize um internet shopping a lot, so. So hopefully the stuff can get here before Christmas. Right. If not, they get it when it get here. I know we just real random, y'all. We are really I'm gonna talk about something, but I pulled up the Chick-fil-A to get us a salad tonight. And the lady said, ma'am, I'm sorry, we don't have any salads. You you have no salads, really? She said, No, ma'am, we have it's a lettuce shortage. Can y'all make it make sense? Why? The lady said it's a lettuce shortage. They they fault, they just serve it. I was very nice to her. I know it's not her fault. They just served the truck. It's a lettuce shortage. So they need to start using spinach. That's what you should have said. We need a farm. So we can sell? No, so we can grow our stuff in the backyard. Oh, I thought you were talking about selling. We need a garden. We got to get a fence first. because Yeah. And we need to get rid of them trees. We need a garden so we can grow lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers. I don't know what to do. Because when we get the pool to put... <sighs> we can have a little so, area. See? <coughs> Section off, right? You all right? I'm all right. Hold your hands up. Mm -mm, I'm not. Don't open up your lungs. No, I'm not doing it. Don't open up your lungs. <laughs> open up your lungs. That my grandma used to tell y'all that. Hold that your hands up. That my grandma used to say. When you start coughing. But yeah, so I was highly disappointed. So I just got a brownie and left. And my grandma used to say, when you choke, she used to say, lift your arms. I said, grandma, how that helping me? How is that helping me? She said, "Cause when you hold your arms up, your your lungs open up like wings." 
and I was too young. So I was like, and you do it till this day. And I do it. And I, in my mind, I believe when I do it, when I do this, uh-huh. see, I can breathe better because they don't open up like wings. Probably not the truth. No. Probably not the truth. It's probably, not the truth. Probably. It's a myth. It's not the truth. Well, listen, we're not going to hold y'all up no more. We can talk about this behind the scenes because we're just having a conversation right now. So yeah. What are we talking about, Mo? Well, you pulled it up. Well, you said it was going to tie into what you want to talk about. So tell me what you wanted to talk about. I didn't say it was going to tie into it. I said we we was talking about something. Hold up. Let me pull up the text. Oh, no, no, no. You mean on your text. text message. I thought you meant what I just said. I apologize. My apologies. I'm... This no, can tie no. in. So you about to... This can tie into the whole trying to measure up to who... Yeah, that's what you said. That's that's it. it. I just wanted to give you your words back. I'm just reading you your words Was back. that you uncovering me, though? That's the one uncover. All right. We good. We even now. That's fine. I I was going. You was going to be favored highly tonight. I know that was a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie because you about to fall asleep now. Okay, it's a lie. <laughs> so listen, y'all. I have. I you know. I, you can't get it together. I don't want to cry tonight. I'm tired. I'm tired. So listen, y'all. <laughs> I want to share share with y'all. <sighs> Um, just emotional. Just, I know. Just I, everything I, y'all, we about to be grandparents again. I'm excited. Life. I heard something the other night, and I gotta share it with y'all. This has absolutely nothing to do with what we talking about, but this has been in my spirit. Just d- d- live, live mm. your life. Do what's in your heart. That's what I got to tell y'all. Take it, whoever take it, whoever need it, just take it. Um, we are embarking upon, and I'm gonna share this. We are embarking upon. A lot of a, a new space for me and Johnny. Um, those who knew, know the word of prayer, keep us lifted. But um, we're going to jump on some things. And I am, a, you know, I'm scared, but I'm excited at the same time. You know what that means? And so um, that's where we are. I just wanted to share that with y'all. Y'all was like, she being real random. But Johnny gave y'all the disclaimer when we first started talking that the way we feel, we could, we are liable to say anything. So the name of this podcast probably gonna be Jambalaya. No, we've had a Jambalaya before. It's just so gonna, this be, gonna what, be the Jambalaya. No, what Jameson gonna put on there is what in the ham sandwich was they talking about? But anyway, I just want to say that I want to share that with y'all. So for all y'all that listen, all y'all that really, really, really um, are concerned, care about us, want to see us do great things. We are about to embark on some great things, and I'm excited, and we're excited about it. Mm. Um, mm. But what we're gonna talk about for a little minute tonight, y'all. I am, <clears throat> excuse me, I am becoming aware of some things that you know the way that um, I know that God is using me and me and Johnny um, to pour into other people um, in areas of. Adults dealing with that don't know how to deal with their emotions and that have are having issues dealing with their emotions because they have they don't know how to deal with them. They haven't been taught. They haven't been shown. They've actually had, you know, never been 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 really like shown how to deal with emotions like from children, from a child, and so. Um, their feelings have never been validated as as children. They have been 
pretty much kind of just told what to do. And like, it doesn't really matter how you feel, but you just do what you're told to do. We're, uh, we're taught to, they were taught to pretty much um, just kind of do what I say as a parent, just kind of do what I say. You know, don't, don't know, you know, in other words, no is not a, a something that you tell somebody. You always find a way or figure out a way to make things, what people, whatever people ask you to do, you do it. And I know it sounds crazy, y'all, because it sounded crazy to me. But <clears throat> that's what they were given as a child. Their feelings were never really validated or understood or appreciated or even acknowledged. And so here they are, were as children. Uh, <laughs> here they are. They were, uh, were as children, and now they've grown up to adults and don't know how to manage their emotions. Um, Whose sock is this? I just told you that I was taking my socks off because my feet was hot. Look, I was trying to snatch it and scratch you. I'm sorry. I apologize. I need you to be focused. I, I was, and then I put my foot down and my left, my right foot slid. I'm like, my, what's that? My sock because I took it off. Mm. Stop it. You focused? Okay. So listen. And so I, I mentioned it to Johnny, and we were talking about it because I actually... I really felt like really, I felt bad, you know, for the person. Mm. Um, and I've dealt, I've, I've in over the past maybe month or so, I've dealt with a couple of adults that have gone through this whole thing with not really knowing how to manage their emotions because they were never really um, listened to or supported or acknowledged as a child. And so nine times out of 10, what you grow up with and how you're treated as a child or, or how you're not treated or how you're not valued as a child, you if, if you don't at some point get help with that and, and change that whole, you know, mm. scenario or, or, or um, thinking, then you grow up as an adult with a child's, you know, still mentality. in that frame. Yeah, child mentality. Can, can, I same, pause, can I pause you, you for a can. minute? You can. Let me get my leave. When you think you growing taller in your 50s and you get in the chair and you can still do this, it has nothing to do with what Diva's talking about. All right. Go ahead. Don't get frustrated with me. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm focused. I'm focused. I'm focused. Hey, baby, I'm focused. I'm focused. Do we not need to record tonight? We no, we we gonna because you got good information. Come on, we focus. Finish talking. So they're dealing with a, an adult who's been dealing with stuff when they were little, and then they still their child's mentality. And you are acting like it. Are you the poster child? Because you tonight? you are you you was three, you was twelve, and now you twenty eight, and now you forty, and you still got a mentality of a twelve year old. Go. And you don't know how to manage your emotions. And so now you've, you are not, now an adult with not only those things that Johnny just said and that I was saying, but now you're an adult who don't know how to create boundaries for yourself. And you accept what people do to you, um, how they treat you, and you just think you have to accept it. And you're so used to catering to people because you were taught 
never to say no. You were taught sacrifice your feelings or or whatever you feel or whatever you don't feel. Just sacrifice it. Always do what people need you to do. And so now you're a people pleaser on top of all of that. And so that, but to be honest, Johnny, that saddened me because it's like, I'm, when, when the person was sharing that with me, I'm sitting there going like, I'm a, I'm an adult, 50 years old. I could never imagine myself being in a situation where I just take anything from anybody or that I'm, I'm, I feel like I don't, I'm not worth fighting for myself. No, you know, no self, low self-esteem, no, you know, low feeling low about myself. And, and I, so I allow people to do to just what they do to me. And when you do that, y'all, and I don't know, it may be somebody that's watching this that may have dealt with it, may have dealt with it in the past, maybe dealing with it now and don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to get out of that cycle. But the one thing that I remember thinking as I talked to this person and that, that I actually said was like, how do you, why do you think that you're not good enough? You, you can, you can never, or you should never measure your worth or let someone measure your worth based on what they want for you or what they think that you should be doing. Because the longer you do that, the more frustrated that you're going to get. And that leads people to to take themselves out of here who don't want to deal with it no more. That leads to people being frustrated, being stressed, um, and to, to deal with enough, you deal with enough stress on top of, when you pile stress on top of stress on top of stress, that starts to manifest in your body. Yeah. Headaches, a body aches, pain, um, like, you know, eating disorders, all just all kind of stuff could be a direct result, um, from you not knowing how to deal with all that stuff. Yeah. And now it's on top of you. And so I told, I was telling Johnny, I said, I think we should tie that into talking about, um, you know, just emotional neglect as a child. And with, with the one thing that I, I'm certain about that I know that, you know, I tried to provide for my children, even though we had five kids in the house, I tried to, on a daily basis, make sure that they were okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, of course, when they're younger, you you know, they don't really know if they're okay. But once they get into, you know, elementary school and middle school and in high school, we, I think we made a concerted effort to try to talk to them to make sure that they were good. Yeah. Like, and I remember you, you know, often asking them, what's your mental? How you doing? How you feel about How life? How you feel about life? What's yep. going on in school? And, and what's going on, you know, at work or what's going on in life? And so we, we adopted that. And we do it up until the day, even though they're adults. Yeah. Because we see, we see them, we feel them because they're our children. We feel, you know, the Lord lays something in, in one of our spirits, you know, when something is going, going on for us to, to, to call them and say, hey, what, what's up? You heavy on me. What's going on? But just to hear this person say, like, I was never valued. I was, I've never felt valued. I never was put first. I was never it was always something going on, excuse me, that needed to be taken care of before my request or my request got pushed to the side or act like, it, you know, it was, it was acted upon as if my feelings, my emotions, my wants, my needs was pushed to the side. 
And that's not a good place to be in. I, I really, I felt bad. And I hurt for, you know, for the person that I was talking to. Because now they're an adult, y'all, and now they're hurting. And they, you know, have kids and they've gotten, you know, married and engaged and stuff like that. And truth be told, they're still that 17, 18-year-old yeah. or younger that never felt valued. So tonight we, we're going to talk about childhood emotional neglect, um, learning the wrong ideas about feelings sends you in the wrong direction. So I'm going to read three keys real quick. Um, one of our favorite resources to get information from psychology today. Um, so the three key points are some families inadvertently, which means without intention, teaches their kids the wrong idea about how feeling, feelings work, making them prone to harmful choices. Mm -hmm. So that's just about what you was talking about. Um, the second key point is being treated as if one's emotions are trivial without childhood leads to a host of inaccurate notions about how to live going forward. So basically you learn a whole, you get equipped with the wrong tools. Mm -hmm. That's basically what that means. Yeah. And the last key is one common mistake of emotionally neglected people is that they often don't trust themselves or take risks. Yeah. So and that's oh my god. So if so if you a person who has great ideas, but you don't think you have great ideas, but you say the idea and then you have to go ask, do you think I should do this? Yeah. How do you think this sound? I don't really think we should do I don't know. Do what you think. And the person telling you, yeah, that's that's an awesome idea. I don't really know. You really think so? Yeah, so if I got to talk you into the great idea that you came up with, then that's where that come from. That's where you was taught a wrong pattern on how to handle your emotions. Yeah. And here's the thing. It said advertently. So basically without intent. Yeah, inadvertently. Yeah, inadvertently. Mm -hmm. So without intent. So what, what winds up happening is, so let's say... In my childhood, I got taught the wrong thing. Then I grew up and then I have kids. So guess what? I got to, all I got to teach them is what? what the you, wrong what thing. You, right. What you know. What then you they know, grow up. Then my kids grow up to be adults. And now they have kids. And then guess what? All you got to give them is the wrong stuff. So that's why you got so many different generations that go through this stuff. Yeah. Um. All right, Deidre. So I'm going to give you this first. So we got six common mistakes of emotional neglected. So the first one is you label yourself as a flaw. Yeah. You label yourself as a flaw. You don't see anything good in what you do. Like like you just said. And it, it I promise you, these are some of the things. Um, is is you know, that person that I the couple people that I was telling y'all about when we first started that I had been, you know, had the conversation with or had you know, been trying to really like um, give good advice to, yeah. um, you know, just kind of encourage. Um, they don't see, you know, they second guess themselves about yeah. everything. They don't see, you know, the good in what they're doing. And then when they don't get a positive 
um, when they don't give, you know, get positive feedback from other people, they're easily saying, you know, I messed up. I didn't do it yeah. right. Yeah. They they gravitate towards the negative versus the positive that I'm trying to pour in and and they run with it. Because so, they believe it. So here's a because they've been taught they've been told that so so much that that's what they believe. Yeah. So it says you tend to keep others at a distance so they won't see your flow. Mm-hmm. So what that use what usually happens with that what how that is is because in your mind you've created this narrative to where you do not think you're good enough. Mm-hmm. You do not think. The decisions or the, the decisions that you make are good. So, like we were just talking about, you second guess yourself, and now you feel like you just out there butt naked. So, because you said it, and then because you said it, and now you got a good re- report back saying, "I think that's a great idea," and then you don't, you can't even believe it yourself. Right. So you just say, "No, I don't think so." So you have a couple of them. So now you just retreat because now I feel like because I done made these bad decisions that they're going to see my flaws. So I'm just not going to say nothing. No more. I'm just isolate myself. And then that's the wrong thing to do because that turns into depression. Yeah. So. Yeah. It can. It can. This is this is can be a lot of different things. Um, number two, it says you feel responsible for others. Basically, you you feel like you you have to be the savior for everybody. So I'm gonna tell you how I see it. You feel responsible for others, but because you don't believe in your life and your decisions, you live through someone else's. So if you feel like somebody else come up with a good the good a good choice, mm-hmm. then what you do is you jump on that to support them, and then. They'll literally take it from you and do it for you and give you all the credit. Because they just don't, they feel like, okay, you came up with the idea, so I'm confident in that. So I will do it. You ain't got to do nothing. And then they do it. Now, be careful of the the emotional neglect of the child who's now an adult, because that's when you take get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. So People will continue to do that and have you because you got you probably got above average skills to do what you're doing. That's right. Past that person. So you can wind up being used to do something and then not not gratified for it as far as monetary or being showed anything, which if you're in this place, you probably ain't going to take it anyway. So you got to be careful for that. You got to be careful of that because that that is a, a huge trap, and then that'll 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 spiral you down a a rabbit hole. All right, it says you try to control the uncontrollable by attempting to fix things for everyone else, falling to notice what you feel, failing want, or notice. need. Is, is it failing? Yeah, failing to notice. Yeah, and that's basically what I was saying. You're trying to be Mr. or Mrs. Fix-It, do everything everybody else needs, even though you don't want to do it. Yeah. You've neglected, you've negated your feelings because you feel like I have either have an obligation to do it for them or you feel like, you know, 
because like you say, I feel less than I, I don't feel like nothing. I just feel like I'm just here and I that's I've I've been taught from a child to never tell nobody no. Yeah. To always make yourself available. Yeah. Wrong answer. So that goes right into the next one. Um, number three, it says you force yourself to have no needs. So, and this is this is oh, the thing about that. This is the thing about that. So, if anybody's in your life that cares anything about you and they see it, they ask the questions: What's wrong? What's going on? Yeah. They can see you depressed. They can see you not happy. Mm-hmm. You sad. They can see stuff, and then they want to talk to you, want to ask you, and you say, "Oh, nothing. No, I'm I'm good." No, I'm just I'm just tired. No, I'm just this. And I mean, especially if somebody who's seasoned, we know, we know what tired look like and what the you know sadness look like. It's a yeah, difference. There's a difference. So it says you cater to others' needs over your own. Yep. Just as you do with the emotions of others. You seldom express your wishes and needs when it when it would be in your best interest to do so. Yeah. So you, you wind minimize up, your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You minimize your feelings. You when when you're asked what's wrong, when I ask this person, you know, what's what's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll be okay. When I can blatantly see that you're not. When I can blatantly see that you're not. And with that, that's just, you know, I, I don't I don't want to talk about it, and then I won't have to deal with it. Yeah. Because in all actuality, I'm not going to do nothing about it anyway. Because this is what I've been taught to do. Yeah. So number four is you operate as though your emotions burdens others. So even so, this with this one, I would say I've seen where you know a coworker may be overwhelmed with something mm-hmm. and then it brings them to tears. So yeah. once you once you're dealing with this stuff, I mean, it's it's a lot and you wasn't supposed to carry it. So you're dealing with a lot and sometimes you have meltdowns and sometimes it's in front of people. So if it's in front of somebody who cares and then they ask, then now you're not Sharing your emotions with nobody because you feel like it's a burden to them. Mm-hmm. So now you saving them from you. Right. When all all that person wants to do is to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. They're not trying to, you know, make you tell them your, you know, your whole life story. They're just trying to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. In that moment. But for me, it was just the, you know, the I guess the shock of just because, and I know, you know, it's hard to maybe see that when you've never been through that. Yeah. But that's why I said I you know, I tried to to encourage and, you know, pour into, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's it says, all of these things is, is is exactly the the situations that I've been involved in with these people. And it like I said, it just it saddens me because everybody needs to know that, you know, what whether you're a child, whether you're a teenager whether you're an adult, that you are valuable. You are worth something. Your feelings mean something. You're, you know what I'm saying? You deserve to be loved and acknowledged and appreciated and and told that. Yeah. And that your feelings matter. Your emotions matter. And that it's okay to, to acknowledge how you feel. Yeah. 
and for the lifelong mistake you make, this this is the key that they're giving us. So it says, you shove your feelings down, hoping you and others don't see or feel them. When someone hurts, when someone hurts or angers you, you act as if you're okay to protect yourself and the people around you. Mm-hmm. So you protecting somebody when you clearly going through pain. You don't want to burden them. You don't want to let them know nothing. Yeah, or you think that's the way, that's just a, you think that's a way to handle it so you won't just have to share with anybody else. Like you don't want to ruffle no feathers. Yeah. You don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you always want everything to be all right. Yeah. And so even though what I went through a couple years or some years ago, like I told y'all, I had to finally come to grips with, I thought that it was, and like I said, I don't even compare myself or, you know, yeah. associate myself with, with, with that because that, that's not how I was raised. But just that piece of what you're saying resonates with me of from for, for the times when I thought that that I shouldn't say how I felt if it was bad. You yeah. know? I'll just say I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, and I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of actually knowing that in in order for you to deal, you know, to acknowledge the fact that you are going through something, not that you stay there and sit in a pity party about it, but you acknowledge the fact that you're going through something and you talk about it to somebody. Yeah. Somebody who can give you a, a greater perspective on it. Somebody that can pour positivity into you. Somebody that can understand and empathize with your, what you're going through. But don't let you stay there. Yeah. And so it was the same thing, like I said, for me when, you know, when I told, when I would tell you, you know, Johnny, I'm, 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 this is the way that I'm feeling. I need to tell you that. Yeah. Because I don't know, I don't want to feel this, but this is how I'm feeling right now. And so instead of me just saying, it's okay, it's okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I, th- I guess I thought that that was some type of, that God would frown upon me saying that I wasn't okay, that I was okay, but I, let me, let me get this right, that, that he would somehow, that, some, that that somehow showed a weakness that I actually wasn't That's okay. That's what you thought God thought? For a time, I thought that I literally did, like, I... If it he ain't positive, if it say, ain't uplifting, you need why, to say, why? so I can't feel like this because I have a relationship with God and, and I'm not supposed he's to. all this, which means I need to be this. Right. And too. I just, I don't, even though I may be, you know, toiling with something or hurting or whatever, you know, emotionally, I don't need, I just need to be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. But never really dealing with it. Never really acknowledging the fact that. No, I'm not okay with this situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I remember it was one situation in particular. I'm not going to call no names or no nothing like that, but it was something that I was dealing with and it was on a weekly basis and I would be frustrated about it, frustrated about it, but I would always say, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm just you're not going to deal with it, you know? Yeah. But that's not the way to that's not the way to, you know, have healthy emotions. And I re- and I had to realize that. Like I say it's, that's not to the extent of, of what I, you know, what I've been through or what I've dealt with, but just that piece that you were just talking about. You know, I wanted to interject that, that it is okay. That's how you, that's how you get better, is acknowledging that you are not okay with how this situation is going on. That you, there's a way, a healthy way to say to whomever you need to say it to, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm not the, okay with that. The next one is, and basically you don't went in and start going into this. Uh-huh. It says you don't speak your truth. Yeah. So that's it. That's exactly it. So it says life is full of uncomfortable moments. Maybe your partner hurts your feelings, your boss yells at you, or your friend dis- disagrees with you on something important. When things like this happen, you clam up because these big emotions feel scary and unclear. So you just don't want to talk about it. And the lifelong mistake you make doing this is issues are left unresolved and the people in your life miss out on knowing your true thoughts, feelings, or or opinions. You don't give them a chance to know you on a more meaningful level. So, given, so me and Deidre speak our truth on a regular basis. We've gotten real good at talking. At first, it was a little rough because we didn't know how to use our words, but then we had to give ourselves permission to say what we needed to say you know, try to be respectful and, and and honest as we possibly can. And then what we used to say is, okay, you gi- you give it to me, I'll take the meat out and throw the bones away. And on our on some other podcasts that y'all probably heard on episodes, you probably heard us say, I tell her to give it to me and she spit it out. And then I say, okay, baby, I hear you. This is what the key points, this, that, and the other. And then I might, two days later, I'll be like, yeah, remember what you said, all that extra stuff? Yeah, you don't need to do that no more. That no more. And that, and that was our way of kind of playing with it, the kind of liven, you know, liven up the atmosphere, uh, unstressed atmosphere. But now we're literally to the point where we understand and we know we have, we have clarity on how we need to, because we've done it so many times. So we have clarity on how we need to use our words and talk about our feelings. So... We're able to have full-fledged conversations about our feelings, about situations, to a point that we we follow all the way through. So we'll have, if I do something that Deidre don't like, she can tell me, we'll talk about it, and then we come up with a solution how that don't happen no more. So that's that's what I mean by follow it all the way through. It's nothing that we have to revisit. It's nothing that we have to, we make a decision right then and there. Okay, this is what it is. This is how I make sure that don't happen no more. She say, this is what it is. Baby, I make sure that don't happen no more. Because now she know. So the last one, it says, you play it safe. It says, without your, without your out of touch with your emotions, when you're out of touch with your emotions, you're also out of touch with your passion, interests, likes, and dislikes, or even jobs, hobbies, or activities you might find meaningful. Since you don't feel certain about, huh? Since you don't feel certain about who you are, it's especially difficult for you to trust your gut and take risks. Opportunities that come your way may feel daunting rather than exciting, and so you pass them on. The lifelong mistake you make by doing this is you decline opportunities when you should accept them. You struggle with decision-making skills and miss chances to learn and grow. 
What you were saying when I was reading? I said something wrong? No, I was telling you to paraphrase it. Don't tell me to paraphrase why we on here. This was good information. I wanted to read what it said. What you not tell me? Do, you play it safe. Number do. six, play it safe. Tell me what your thoughts are. What you're not gonna do is tell me what I'm not gonna say to you. See why we always be in emotional conversations because we had already had to talk about this before we started recording. You were telling people say? your thoughts. Playing it safe. Yeah. Don't play it safe. All right, then. This has been Johnny Mobley Jr. <laughs> this has been since you want to play. Since you want to play. So the resource that we got, like I said, the psychology today and the person that actually um, wrote this article and gave us the information is um, Dr. Joyce Janice Webb. So. Who's the interest is, Huh? Who's the interest is, Interest. No, it, it, don't just, I think what that's saying is just don't play it safe. Like, don't, don't scale yourself back. You know what I'm saying? You're always trying to, you know what? What? Like, you do podcast by yourself, man. How about that? What he's saying is, I'm tired. I didn't mean that. Don't scale yeah, you, you don't have to apologize to me for nothing because what y'all gonna see. Is Johnny get himself punched? Apologize, because you tired too, and you speaking out of your emotions. I'm not. I'm absolutely oh, not. Oh, you, you serious? This is full fledged emotion because. Well, you drinking something if you think that's for the hat. I'm drinking green tea. Finish your thought about what we're talking about. Don't minimize yourself. Basically, is what Johnny just read verbatim. Don't minimize yourself. <laughs> Don't. Be it was good information. It was, it was, you know what? It was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We how Take you helping somebody? How you helping somebody? Love. Help the Take people. Help the people. Don't minimize yourself. Don't scale back. Don't think that you're not worthy or you're not worth it to speak up for yourself. Um, life is too short to 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 play small. I know, you know, what you may have learned. I know what you may have been taught, but there's another way. There's a better way. There's a different way. There's a way a friend of ours told us, you know, after a tragic loss, he told us, he said, love lavishly, live life and live it big, live it bold. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, for the person, the people that I had the opportunity to share with, like I told, that's not that's not living. People pleasing ain't living. Minimizing yourself so somebody else can feel bigger. That's not that's not that's not living. That's you just existing. I know what you may have been taught in your younger years, in your youth, when when you felt like you weren't validated, when you felt like you weren't loved or appreciated or taught or you you know just weren't you you were just it was basically you were there just never tell nobody no just you know be you know oblige people you know when they do whatever or say whatever so you can just you know be in that posture but at the end of the day if you're not being who you are like who you truly are then you're sacrificing yourself for other people 
And and I'm sure as you'll find when you get now now you get into an adult with these things, now you're you tend to get married to people who don't value you, that's gonna use you. You tend to have kids who once they figure out that's what their parent is, they gonna use you or get over on you. And so it 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 manifests and shows itself in every different area of your life. And what type of existence is that to have or life is that to live when you're con- when you don't know how to tell people no or you don't teach people how to treat you and I think that's why I wanted to you know like I said when me and Johnny was talking about it why I really wanted to um and he tied this article into it because it basically was given the information that we had been talking about like it really saddened me that this person had to go through um because we try even though we were young parents we try to make sure that we, you know, had well-rounded children that, you know, show compassion and that, you know, loved, you know, one another, you know, had love for people, um, tried to help somebody, you know, when they could. But to also know that they were worthy, they were beautiful, they were, um, you know, great women, great little girls, great little people until they grew up. And even as they grew up, that's what we tried to give them, that you are worthy. That you don't, you teach people how to treat you and you don't let people handle you all kind of ways, but you still have a kind heart. That's no way to live. And that's what I had to share with this person. You're, you're worth more than you give yourself credit for. You're not that 17, 18 year old girl or guy. You're not that person. You're a full fledged adult in a full fledged marriage with kids, a job, and everybody is taking advantage of you and running over you. Mm. And so now that's manifesting in your health. Now that's affecting your sleep. Now that's affecting, you know, your, 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 your head. You having migraines. You having all these outward manifestations of the stuff that you have been tolerating since you were a child. And so I hope something that I said to those people will help to encourage them motivate make them motivate them to to think better of themselves go get you know professional help go talk to somebody even if i don't know if they received it from me but go talk to somebody who can help them deal with their stuff that they're not dealing with and y'all hear me say all the time if you don't deal with your stuff it's gonna deal with you and y'all know i'll be saying i don't want to say stuff i want to say the other word however because i just feel it just that strongly and that's why I said, you know, well, this is a tie-in, babe, when, you know, you sent me the article about it. But stop stop living little lives and mediocre lives and, and scaling back because you don't want, you know, nobody to see how, you know, even though you may not see it, you have a lot, lot, a whole lot to offer the world. So, if you're watching this, this episode and you're this person... The one thing in your mind right now you probably screaming is, yes, everything y'all saying is true. Yeah. And you've everything to pause. But how do I change it? So the one way you have to change it is to have a talk with yourself and be honest. Yeah. The only way you take the power from it is that you admit what it is what's or what's going on. Going on. Mm-hmm. And then you have to comprehend and understand that this is not who you are. Right. It was something that you were taught. Absolutely. So now you have to unlearn that thing right. and learn a new thing. 
and that can be done. But you, you, if you don't admit and you have to literally, and I, I would say exercise this, you will literally have to say out of your mouth the way you hear it, what it is for the power to be taken from it. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, I said it in my mind and in my heart. Yeah. No, say that thing out loud. Mm-hmm. Say it out loud and then say, I am not my past. I'm not what I was taught. You know, I love my parents. I love my grandmother, whoever, your guardian, whoever raised you. But they was only able to give, you to what give me what they yeah. had. Yeah, and That's they taught it. you wrong. That's it. And then what you have to do is admit that this is not who I am. This is what I was taught. Yeah. So now I have to unlearn the bad stuff the uncorrect stuff, the untrue stuff, and then learn the new stuff, the positive stuff to upbuild you. And this don't happen overnight, especially if you, I mean, you in your 40s, 50s now, so this is how you've been living for this long. Yeah. So just like Deidre said, if you don't deal with your stuff, your stuff deal with you. Now this thing, when it was little, when it was a, a infant, you know, you could have crushed it. Now this thing eight feet tall. It's an elephant with clothes 300. on. This and thing eight feet run. tall, eight feet tall, and three hundred pounds dragging you by your hair. Yeah. So and now you got to, yeah. So now you got to admit that yeah, that's not that's not who I am. Yeah. It's just what I was taught, and it's okay. It don't make your your parents, your guardians, your grandmama, whoever it. It don't make them bad people. It don't do none of that. Hopefully, they can see. You making the change and striving towards that, and then that can be close enough to them to where they say, I want that. Can you show me or teach me how to do hmm. that? So even if they're in their 70s, they can unlearn some stuff and then live a better life, a healthier life from that point. Yeah. But it can happen. Because to be honest, Johnny, they probably wasn't even happy with their self, no. themselves. No. With what they were giving you and saying to you. But if they don't know, they, if they don't know nothing else. That's what they gave you. Yeah. But it's okay to say mom, dad, you know, grandma, whoever, auntie, that's that's that was wrong. That's not right. And that put my life on a trajectory. Now I'm a grown, a full-fledged adult, adult, and I don't know how to acknowledge my emotions. I'm telling you, it's when you've been taught something for your entire life and you thought it was right, it's hard to unlearn, yeah. but it can happen. Yeah. I, 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 it I, must happen. I, it's an exercise. So do this with me, babe. Put your cut down. It's an exercise <laughs> that I came up with, and I tried to do it. So pull your arms. Pull your arms. You good? Mm-hmm. All right. Do like this. Now fold them the other way. You fold them the exact same way. No, I didn't. You did? No, I didn't. So this is how you fold them. So it's folding the other way. It feels strange. Like, see, and what I'm doing is I'm doing like this, and then I'm doing like this. That feels crazy to me. But even something as simple as that, you've been doing this for so long that this feels awkward feels different 
Just like if somebody were to tell you, you know, you ain't supposed to walk on your feet, you're supposed to walk on your hands. But that's, that's going to take me a lot to learn. And some people wouldn't even do it. You know why? Because, I mean, it ain't perfect, but it's getting me by. And and some people say to this, and I, I don't like this saying, but, you know, I'm maintaining. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm maintaining where I'm at. So, you know, it's a struggle for me to maintain where I'm at. And you shouldn't be living life maintaining. Mm. You should always be growing and evolving. Always. In some kind of way, shape, form, or fashion. The three things that you're going to have to do is mature. That Well, I ain't going to say have to. What you need to do is mature, evolve, and grow. Those three characteristics make up change. Mm. Hardest thing for you to do. Hardest thing in the world for you to do. So seek somebody out if you need help with that. You know how to. You know once you, like you said, speak speak it, physically, you know, verbalize it. How you feel and and what you don't want to be anymore, because now you have to put stuff in place of that. Yeah, I am worthy. I am wonderful. I am beautiful. I am you know worthy of of being loved, of being heard, of being seen. I do, I, I should live a, a great life. I will live a great life. All those things that, that pour positivity back into you. Yeah. And some people need to see a therapist on a weekly basis to undo what's been done for so long. Yeah. So they can know that they have a voice and they, it's okay to be happy. It's not normal to live in chaos and and to feel like you have to please everybody and not be genuine, that you just have to accept what you're given. So if you, if you need the help, go and look for somebody that can help you. If we can help, email us. Momentswiththemobiles at gmail.com. Nope, info at momentswiththemobiles.com. Dot com. Um, and all our website those... is momentswiththemobiles.com. Sorry. No, you good. Um, yeah. I mean, whatever it is that we can do. One thing we do with our couples is we, you know, affirm them. Or teach them to affirm themselves. Give them those exercises to, to help build themselves up as well as, as a couple. They might, may not have necessarily dealt with childhood stuff from then until now. But just in general, that's what we have to do. For ourselves and for you know for one another, that's what we do. But there's more out there, y'all. Y'all don't have to just settle with what's given to you. What settle with what's you know what somebody told you when you were a child, and that's now you know that's what's in, implanted in your brain. And so you just you a miserable adult, literally a miserable adult, because everybody do what they want to do, and you're the catalyst for it because you allow it. It's 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 something better. It really is. So, listen, if Moments with the Mobleys have, has helped you in any way, please tell a friend, share our information with them, subscribe. At the we, YouTube channel. At the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. You want to do it? No, come oh. At the YouTube channel. <laughs> subscribe at the YouTube channel. 
Um, you can go on our website and go directly to the YouTube channel. That's correct, right? Go directly to the YouTube channel. Um, we on all social media platforms um, ex except Pandora. Um, we got a couple other things we're going to be being a I'm going to be respectful and let you talk. We can't talk at the same time. Go ahead and finish it. All social media platforms. We got a couple other platforms we're looking into being on. But thank y'all. Everybody who rock with us on a regular basis, consistent basis, and follow us. Thank y'all from the bottom of our hearts, from the top of the hearts and the sides. We appreciate y'all. Got anything else to say? Sleepy Johnny is nasty. Yeah, he about to come out. You over there eating your money. I, I, we love y'all. Thank y'all. It's, it's go okay. It's time to close it now because it's uh, all the little pieces I had in the tank gone. We're this on has all been... social media as moments with the Mobleys except for Twitter. Twitter, this... we're Mobley moments. Okay, guys. This Thanks has... so much. This has we appreciate been. Appreciate y'all. Mm. <laughs> this has been moments with the Mobleys. I am her dude, Johnny Mobley. Oh, his girl, Deidre Mobley. And we something like an ordinary couple with extraordinary purpose. Night, night. Peace out. You supposed to say peace out, girl. I'm night. And night. I say night, night. Bye, y'all. Night, night. Merry Christmas.